Mark 12, 38 to 44. The gospel of today, Mark 12, 38 to 44. In his teaching, Jesus said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk about in long robes, to be greeted obsequiously in the market squares, to take the front seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. These are the men who swallow the property of widows while making a show of lengthy prayers. The more severe will be the sentence they receive. He sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the treasury. And many of the rich put in a great deal. A poor widow came and put in two small coins, the equivalent of a penny. Then he called his disciples and said to them, I tell you solemnly, this poor widow has put more in than all who have contributed to the treasury. For they have all put in money they had over. But she, from the little she had, has put in everything she possessed, all she had to live on. When I read this gospel, and as you've just heard, Jesus is describing the scribes like the priests they are dressing. Jesus said they wear long robes and they walk about market squares and taking front seats in the synagogues. If you check in this chapel right now, who are those in long robes? We the priests. And we are sitting on top here. Anyway, that is by the way. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we are told that Jesus sat opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the treasury. Jesus sat opposite the treasury and watched the people. He sat opposite the treasury and was watching the people. What was he watching them to do? Jesus, first of all, was watching the people to see their attitude in church and the heart with which they were given to the Lord. Jesus was watching to see the attitude with which they had in church and the attitude with which they were given, so to speak. Dear friends, when you go home, take your time and read 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 11, where God tells us about the fact that he loves a cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 to 11. Take your time and meditate on it. Also, let's take our time and read the whole of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the chapter on love. Love, the power of love. And also, friends, let us take our time and read and go through the first reading from 2 Kings chapter 5. Hey, 1 Kings chapter 17. 1 Kings chapter 17. 
But let's start from the beginning of chapter of verse 1 to, uh, to verse 16 of today. 1 Kings chapter 17 from verse 1 to 16. Even though the first reading is from verse 10 to 16. But let's take it from verse 1 to 16. The Lord will speak to us in his own special way. Now, Jesus sat down and was watching the people put money into the treasury, we are told. I've made a point already. God is looking at the heart with which we give. Our attitude at giving, our attitude towards church, our attitude towards giving. What is our motivation when we give to God? Do we give grudgingly or do we give with a cheerful heart? The problem with the rich people in this gospel was the fact that they did not give out of love. Jesus tells us they did not give out of love. The heart with which they gave, maybe it was out of pride. But this widow gave out of love. Friends, without love, Whatever we do is useless. Without love, whatever we do is useless. Whatever we do without love, genuine love, it is useless. Our giving is useless without love. Our worship is useless without love. Our going to church will not profit us if it is without love. Even if we help our neighbors, if it is not done out of love, it will not help us. Giving in church, offering in church without love is useless. Friends, listen to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Let's listen to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. St. Paul says, I may be able to speak the languages of men and even of angels, but if I have no love, my speech is no more than a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Right now, what I'm doing, if I'm doing it and it's not without love, it is useless. I may have the gift of inspired preaching. I may have all knowledge and understand all secrets. I may have all the faith needed to move mountains. But if I have no love, I am nothing. I may give away everything I have and even give up my body to be bent. But if I have no love, this does me no good. So in the context of the rich people, St. Paul is saying that I may have, I may give away everything I have and even give my own body to be bent. But if I have no love, it does me no good. This is the point Jesus is driving at today. Friends, love is a verb, not a noun. Love is supposed to be demonstrated in action. Love is not just in words. First John tells us that we should not just love in word, but we should love in deed. That is why in John chapter 3 verse 16, For God so loved the world, he gave his only son. Friends, you cannot love without giving. God is love. And because he is love, he will always give. God is love. For God so loved the world, he gave. 
When we love, we will necessarily give something. When we love, we will give. And let us remember, we cannot love without giving. Genuine love cannot, be, cannot exist without giving. But we can give without love. One can give without love. But that is not what God is asking us to do. God wants us to love and our love will necessarily lead us to give. Friends, we cannot love God without giving. We cannot love God without giving to the cause of God. Friends, love was missing in the giving of the rich people. Love was the element that was missing in their giving. But love was found in the giving of the widows. Love was found in the giving of the widows. Friends, Jesus makes us understand that if you love me, you will obey my commandments. If you love me, you will obey my commandments. And one of the commandments of God is that we give with cheerfulness. This widow, these two widows in the gospel and in the first reading, they both gave with love. If you go back to the first reading from 1 Kings 17, verse 10 to 16, we are told that Elijah the prophet went off to Sidon. And when he reached the city, the city gate, there was a widow gathering sticks. Addressing her, he said, Please bring me a little water in a vessel for me to drink. She was certain of to bring it when he called after her. Please, he said, bring me a scrap of bread in your hands. As the Lord our God lives, she replied, I have no baked bread, but only a handful of meal in a jar and a little oil in a jug. I am just gathering a stick or two to go and prepare this for myself and my son to eat, and then we shall die. But Elijah said to her, Do not be afraid. Go and do as you have said. But first, make a little scone of it for me and bring it to me, and then make some for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, the jar of meal shall not be spent, the jug of oil shall not be emptied, before the day when the Lord sends rain on the face of the earth. The woman went and did as Elijah told her, and they ate the food, she himself and her son. The jar of meal was not spent nor the jug of oil emptied, just as the Lord had foretold through Elijah. Remember, Jesus says, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. Now, what is the proof that this widow was a lover of God? If you read the first Kings chapter 17, I said, take your time and go back course a bit. If you read first Kings chapter 17, just before today's reading, it says, 1 uh, Kings 17, 
verse 9. Verse 9 says, Now go to the town of Zarephath. Let's take from verse 8. 1 Kings 17, 8 to 9. The Lord said to Elijah, Now go to the town of Zarephath, near Sidon, and stay there. I have commanded a widow who lives there to feed you. Did you hear that? 1 Kings 17 verse 9. The Lord told Elijah that he has commanded a widow to feed him. The Lord commanded the widow to feed Elijah. Even though the woman was thinking that she and her child were about to die. So think of somebody who is at the point of death. Who is thinking that she is at the point of death. Convinced that she is at the point of death. What will she be thinking about? And we are told, the Lord says, I have commanded a widow to feed you. It means the Lord spoke to the woman. And because the Lord spoke to the woman, the, Lord, the woman obeyed the command. And Jesus says, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. So this is a sign, a proof that this widow was a lover of God. Because when the Lord commanded her to feed the prophet Elijah, when Elijah arrived and spoke to her, she obeyed. She obeyed the word from Elijah, the prophet, and also she obeyed the commandment she heard even before the arrival of Elijah. And this woman, we are told, you know, because she is a woman of love, Elijah just met her and made a request. She obeyed. And Elijah didn't stop her. Elijah went ahead and made another request again. And this woman obeyed. Her first obedience to Elijah was her kindness. She was kind to Elijah. And when he reached the city, listen, when Elijah reached the city gate, there was a widow gathering sticks. Addressing her, he said, please bring me a little water in a vessel for me to drink. The woman obeyed. She was setting off to bring it. So this woman was a kind woman. And remember, love is kind. Love is kind. Love is kind. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 4. Love is kind. So this woman was a woman of love. And so we are told she set off to go. Then Elijah called again and said, Please, bring me a scrap of bread in your hand. Elijah was testing her patience, and this one was patient to talk with Elijah and to explain her situation to Elijah. Remember, love is also patient, 1 Corinthians 13. Love is kind, love is patient. So this woman was a woman of love. And you cannot love without giving. Friends, love always gives. For God so loved the world he gave. So because this woman was a woman of love, she demonstrated that love is kind. She demonstrated that love is kind and that love is also patient. And friends, love gives. So she obeyed Elijah and gave to him. Friends, when we are obedient to the commandments of God, that is a sign of our love for him. And when we obey the Lord, no matter where we find ourselves, the Lord will step in to our rescue. Friends, this woman was in a hopeless situation. But thank God she heard the word of God, the command from God himself. 1 Kings 17, 8 and 9. She heard the word from God and obeyed it. And she heard the word of God from Elijah also and obeyed it. 
And even though she was in a hopeless situation, because she heard the word of God and acted on it, her situation turned around. Friends, let us pay attention to the word of God. Mary tells us in John 2, 5, whatever my son, the word of God tells you to do, just do it. Even though it may not make sense, but do it. Friends, look at the demand of Elijah on this poor widow. The demands or the demands of Elijah were not making sense at all. In fact, they should have irritated this woman. They should have made her angry. But this woman obeyed, even though it didn't make sense. Even though it was somehow even irritating her, she obeyed. Love. Love is patient. Love is kind. And she did whatever she heard from the Lord. Even though it did not make sense, because she obeyed the word of the Lord, Elijah decreed, For thus says the Lord, The jar of meal shall not be spent. The jar of oil shall not be emptied. Before the day when the Lord sends rain on the face of the earth. We are told the woman went and did as Elijah told her. And they ate the food. She, himself, and her son. The jar of meal was not spent, nor the jug of oil emptied. Just as the Lord had foretold through Elijah. My dear brother, my dear sister, I don't know your condition now. I don't know your state now. Are you in a hopeless state? Are you in this, a, a critical situation right now? Friends, pick, your, pick the word of God and go through the word of God and listen to the voice of God. Find a place and sit down quietly before the Lord and listen to the voice of the Lord. The Lord will direct you to relevant scriptures in his word. And the Lord will speak to your heart. And as the Lord speaks to you, friends, act on that word. It may not make sense, but I tell you, once you make time and sit before the Lord, once you make time and meditate on the word of God, the Lord will give, the Lord will give you a word, a word that you will act on that will turn your situation around. Friends, in our hopeless situations, let us still make time to listen to the word of God. In our hopeless situation, let us still demonstrate our love for God. The poor widow in the gospel, we are told, that was all that she had. This was a poor widow, we are told. But because she loved God, she still made time to go to church. She didn't allow her poverty to discourage her. She didn't allow her state to discourage her. She still went to church out of her poverty. She still went, friends. And not only that, when it was time to give, she gave everything she had. A sign of her love. A demonstration of her love. Remember, faith without works is dead. Faith without love is dead. Galatians 5 verse 6. Faith works through love. She demonstrated her love for God by going to church first of all. And secondly, by emptying her whole purse. Her whole purse. A sign of her love. Friends, no matter our state, we must make time to love God still. These two widows demonstrated their love for God in these texts as we can see. Friends, God is calling you and I to imitate these widows today. Let us demonstrate our love for God. Let us demonstrate our love for God by our attitude in church, our attitude in giving. Jesus sat opposite the treasury and watched the people. Friends, God is watching us. Wherever we go, whatever we do, God is watching us. What is our motivation? 
what motivates our actions towards one another what motivates our actions towards uh, I mean, towards the church what motivates our action is it love friends if it is nothing short of love saint paul says that it will profit us nothing friends no matter what we are going through let us pay attention to the living word of god let us pay attention let us make time to listen to the word of god friends no matter who we are no matter our state we have something to give every one of us can give something friends what we can all give as even a proof of our love for god is our time our time very very important this poor widow in the gospel made time to go to church she made time to go to church even in her poverty friends we may not have physical cash but we are rich in so many things if we will make time to go to church for example and clean around that is a demonstration of our love for god in which way can i not even cash wise in which way can i demonstrate my love for god in the church in my family in my workplace in which way can, can i demonstrate my love for god in all these in all these places wherever i find myself friends we are called to act out our faith based on love because faith without love is useless that is the invitation god is giving you and i today let us take our time and meditate on the scriptures i've already given and let us allow the word of god to speak to us and let us demonstrate our love for god by our action let us demonstrate demonstrate our love for god in everything we do friends love will always give these rich people their crime was the fact that they gave but not out of love what motivates our christian life we pray that indeed god will help each one of us to understand what it means to truly love may god open our eyes to understand what he did for us by sending his only begotten son to die for us may he help us to understand what it means to truly love ephesians 1 verse 16 and 17. may he enlighten our minds and our hearts to see how wide and how deep his love is for each one of us and let us remember jesus says it's only by our love that will the world know that we are his disciples it's only by our love but only by our love and that is what we see in matthew 6 verse 33 seek first the kingdom of god and its righteousness and every other thing shall be added unto you these two widows demonstrated and acted out this verse seeking first the kingdom of god seeking god first making time for god first in everything we do is a demonstration of our love for him and this is what these two widows did they sought first the kingdom of god they listened to the word of god they demonstrated their love for god and god did not leave them forsaken god did not forsake them god attended to them may we like the widows these two widows may we like these two widows seek first the kingdom of god always seek the interest of god always make time for god always through prayer 
Our love, one of the signs of our love for God is to make time for God in prayer. Make time for God in the word of God. Make time for God in the things of God. When you love somebody, you will make time for that person. When you love somebody, you will make time for that person. How much time do we spend with God? How much time do we spend with God? The amount of time we spend with God is a demonstration of how much we love him. If we spend little time with him, it means we love him little. If we spend more quality time with him, more quality time praying, more quality time meditating on the word of God, more quality time doing the things of God, more quality time engaged in the activities of God and the kingdom and church for that matter, these are all signs of our love for him. And that is what Jesus sat by the treasury, sat opposite the treasury and was watching. That is what God is looking at for each one of us, from each one of us. How much love we have for him and how much love we demonstrate when we are doing things for him and for our neighbor. Jesus sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people. Jesus is still sitting down and watching us. May we do everything we do and say with love. Remain blessed. Remain blessed. And let us demonstrate love for one another. For without love, everything we do is useless. Without love, whatever we do is useless. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, remain blessed. Remain blessed. In Jesus' name.